Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy texts of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are actually finishing Air of Fire today. We have already done an episode on our first 35-ish chapters, so we have completed that now which is the third book of the Throne of Glass series. Very exciting. Holy shit <laughs> balls. Yeah, are you feeling the, it? There This is like a completely different book in the se- you know it's a different book in the series. Yeah, no I know, but it's like feels like an Akatar novel and I'm so yeah. it does. I, know I, I know I said that and I really <laughs> liked it. But I did take this and I smacked my husband and i <laughs> i told him i was like i just need you to turn into a hawk and he was very concerned because no context needed you know no. of course he should just get it no but i i did if I he took wanted the book. to he would <laughs> exactly i took That's the book love. and i smacked him with it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Said, As you I, do. Did it work? <laughs> I just need you to turn into a hawk and he gave me a weird look and i'm like or you know like i listen you we could have different animals. That's fine. I'm open to negotiation. I would I would be okay with a wolf or a pretty kitty. So you're willing to compromise is what I'm hearing. Or the odd camel or goat if need be. And he was like, oh, that's nice. But just not supportive. Just not supportive in the slightest. Um, so that was my time. Yeah. The so fact when you didn't the- immediately turn into a hawk is honestly bullshit, to be honest. It is. <laughs> And it's it's rude and uncaring. You don't ask for much. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> no. Be a shape-shifting fae that loves me through the end of time. So you like this book better than the first two, I assume. Oh my god, I loved I love the I love the second half. This mm. is the best thing in this series, the second half's a novel. Hands mm. down. Oh yeah. And I'm hoping it gets better from here. I also want to say that I really love where we left off mm-hmm. because we left off in the in the cavey thingy with with a, not an octopus but kind of a serpent but not a dragon but Maybe kind like of a, a fish but not a worm <laughs> no like the kind of worm that Pharaoh might have fought but like spiky but like not but apparently it also talked to some other dude and then let him go. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to eat them. I don't know. Shit's weird. But my point is, is that I'm really glad that we left off right before that, because I think that was coming in and be like, oh, right. Shit's happening. OK. On the other hand, I did have to reread chapter 35 many times like, over the course of an hour because I was like, what? What's happening? <laughs> what? Who are these people? What's mm-hmm. going on? I didn't was, know the the sword and the ring in that situation were going to be so impactful to the part two, I guess, of the novel. I had no idea. <laughs> I did. Did you really? <laughs> I flagged that shit and I was like, <laughs> we're going to come back to this. I did have a weird place, though, for that. If you look in chapter 35, I have it on page 299. <laughs> I thought this was really weird and I don't know what it means because it's just like... Just you mentioned and then they go away, but it's towards the end of chapter 35 and it says page 299 in the scriptures. Um, in, yes, in the, in the scripture in the holy text it says it, or it took every ounce of effort not to grab for her pocket in the ring she'd put there or to examine the sword she left by the door. 
and the ruby that might not be a ruby after all. What, like, it was the eye of the... I don't know. Not a fish? But it was impossible. Too much of a coincidence. Too Mm. much of a coincidence for what, Sarah? That doesn't make any sense. What's going on here? I don't know what that means. (laughs) What does that even mean? I guess I took that as, One time, she finally starts to put shit together, and we don't understand what's going on. (laughs) Fair enough. Right. in there, Selena. (laughs) I guess I took it as, like, one of the stories that Emrys would have told her at one point, like, about Maeve's lover. Maybe they mentioned certain descripting, you know, some certain descriptions going on here. That's the only thing that I thought of, but I I didn't put that together until after we revealed... The plot point of the sword and the ring. So is is the ruby in the sword or is the ruby in the ring? Uh, it's in the hilt of the sword, isn't it? Yeah. The ring is just a gold band. And I did not follow along with what the fuck they were talking about. But that big reveal with the ring completely missed it until the end. I was like, what? Uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, oh, am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> It's right. okay, the reveals get better. <laughs> Just remember, I'm sorry, they get better. <laughs> Goofy. I thought that overall, though, this book was, at least the second half of it, was very empowering. And it was hella heavy on character development. Just fucking everywhere. Like, there's some character development. There's some character development. She like Oprah handing out character development to everybody. You're going to get a character arc, and you're going to get a character arc, and you're going to get a character arc. He gets character arcs! <laughs> yeah, I did love it, though. The The second half, I mean, I've, I'm bought into the series already. I, Throne of Glass was a little rough. Crown of Midnight, I was like, I see we're ramping up. I felt like I'm on the roller coaster, and I'm getting there. And I feel like Air of Fire, I'm still there. I haven't had my big, you know, my drop in my roller coaster ride, so to speak. But this, this one was definitely, the so far out of what we've read, just one of the most well-written. It did give me Akatar vibes where I just like, couldn't set it down. It was very, very solid. Agreed. I still personally like Favorite better than Selena. So I'm, I, like, mm. I'm, I'm invested, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> but um, mm. Rowan, though? I'm team Rowan. Hands down. I'm team Rowan. The more that I get to know Aelin... Aileen, however you want to say it. The more that I get to know her, the more I like her. Because I don't dislike Feyre at all. We love Feyre. Love her to death. She's literally still my computer background. And I cried after we finished reading her books. And so I was like, I'll never get a book from Feyre's point of view ever again. Like, I was I was distraught, Aww. okay? <laughs> I love her. But I, she's, like, such an unreliable narrator, compared to Aileen purposely does like Selena all that character arc stuff they purposely hide information from you which is like fine because like it's evidence of like Selena hiding it from herself and like I get that but Feyre kind of like once we got like Nesta's point of view it was a little hmm for me for Feyre a little bit like it didn't ruin her character arc for me or anything but like in the first book of Akatar where she's like and Nesta wanted new shoes just because she wanted new shoes. Bougie, blah, blah, blah. And then Nesta's, there is a fucking hole in these. They don't, like, you go back to the cabin and you, like, see that Feyre just was either blind to her sister's needs in that moment or something like that, just interpreted a different way. Again, we can talk about Sarah J. Mass's love of miscommunication all fucking day. We could have a 40-hour-long TED Talk if we really wanted uh, to about that, but... I feel true. like we need to sit her down with every relationship <laughs> that she's ever had and be like, 
We we need to talk because uh, you clearly don't know what communication is. <laughs> Never heard of it. But I think I'm a little bit more interested in Aelin and Selena versus Feyre. But it depends. It's very nuanced. And I fucking love Feyre, too. And I'm glad I get to exist in a world where I can like both of them, obviously, though. I think that instead of being Team Rowan, I'm probably Team Cousin. Team Oh, team- Adian? Yeah. I just called him Cuz. Well, that's weirder. <laughs> that's a what lot you- weirder. <laughs> hey, Save hold on. Me alone. What do you mean by that? Because <laughs> they're cousins. Well, right. Do you mean in like the brown chicken, brown cows section? No, no, no. no. They don't do that. That's not a thing. They talked about that. Yeah. He said, damn, if she wanted me to be her husband, I would. No. It was Dude, there. I, hate- <laughs> I hated that conversation. It was, I, I hated it. <laughs> I was Listen. so angry. I hate men trying to make decisions for women, especially when they're not there. Okay, especially when it's about that's romance. a cousin looking out for his cousin. Let's <laughs> let's be fucking for real. Oh god, that was some Kentucky shit. Um, yeah. No offense, Kentucky. Selena. I take it back. I'm so sorry. I love fried chicken. I apologize. Our Kentucky uh, viewership drops. <laughs> just, just edit that part out. Just edit. I'm edit keeping that it. Part. The people deserve to know. <laughs> oh, like God. selena get a love interest that isn't related to you challenge they're all related <laughs> oh. to her bro besides they are. <sighs> who they've already broken up with well at least at least he's, he's the only one she slept with yeah you're right so far <laughs> so far <laughs> who fucking knows and you know what's gonna happen in the next book we're gonna fall in love with sam oh. knowing he's gonna die i'm already not Dude, ready i had to stop putting shit on our Pinterest page because all of this fan art just kept popping up about people being in love with other people. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I don't know what's real and what's not real. This is very confusing. (laughs) Scrolls rapidly. So I just I just had to stop adding stuff to the Pinterest board after a while. And I was like, I'm sure something got spoiled, but everybody be with everybody out here in this fan art. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's going to rip our fucking hearts out to finally read Assassin's Blade. Like, oh my god. I'm not so ready. we are doing the prequel next? I think so. We are, for our listeners who are reading along with us, we're doing the romantic style. So, yes. yeah, to our knowledge, yeah, the next one is Assassin's Blade. We are truly masochists. Rip my heart out, Sarah. <laughs> Take it from me. No. Nail it on your wall. <laughs> no. Oh. That's, that's Take a it as harsh. a trophy. Or don't. <laughs> she already has it. Let's be Fine. real. Do your worst. Let's no, be real. No, maybe don't. Don't test her. <laughs> She'll do it. She'll fucking do she it. She will. <laughs> Just leave, leave her alone. Don't give her any don't ideas. Don't <laughs> Goofies. Well, about Era Fire so far, I know we're feeling really positive about this this second half, which I love to hear. Do we have a favorite part? I do. It is. It's a really small part, but it made me stop and i got chills and i wanted to cry a little bit Mm. because it's one of those where i just connected with the verbs and the the verbs Mm -hmm. the words that they that she used it is chapter 55 why is always chapter 55 okay Um, maybe she has a thing she's like oh 55 it's gotta be a doozy (laughs) it's this it's time (laughs) chapter 55 it's right in the thick of them and they're they're like, oh, I knew that it would work. We're Karanam or Karanam, Karanam. 
Karamanamanam. Um, and then they're like, I claim you, oh my God. Then it was really 474 at the top. And it's one sentence. And it says, because hers was not a story of darkness. And I fucking cried. Oh, no. <laughs> she's, she's saying, um, yet this was not the end. This was not her end. She had survived loss and pain and torture. She had survived slavery and hatred and despair. She would survive this too, because hers was not a story of darkness. So she was not afraid of that crushing black. Not with the warrior holding her, not with the courage of having one true friend offered, a friend who made living not so awful after all, not if she were with him. And that shit, I, huh, because hers is not a story of darkness. That's like, I want everyone to, that has ever gone through any kind of stuff to know that like, that's us, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're going to be okay because ours is not a story of darkness. We have survived all of that bullshit. And we're going to make it through. Anybody with trauma needs to hear that. uh, It was because it it was like she was talking to me, not talking to Selena. So it was kind of like a weird fourth wall break almost where the book was like, I see you cuddle. And I'm like, no, you don't. (laughs) Stop that. Stop looking Um, at me. Don't perceive me. But it did, man. It it struck me to my fucking core. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I hear that. And I cried. Yeah. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> Selena stepping into Aelin and a happiness. And it, it's very reminiscent. I have two very different characters, two very different journeys, but it gives me like Nesta's character arc moment from A Court of Silver Flames. And watching her, like, I am the waves, like, I will not break. Hers is like that, I will not be afraid line. And that was really powerful. There's a lot that was really powerful in the second half. My favorite part was Carol finally picking a side. About damn time. Right. Yeah. It was was kind of like a bittersweet. I was like, yes, but also like, god (laughs) damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fucking struggle pulling goddamn teeth. But at the end, I was like, thank Christ, you finally fucking did something. Mm -hmm. But the big, big one was Dorian standing up to his dad. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, thank yeah. you. I was like, all right. Yes, queen. The way King. my heart broke. Oh, no. In that scene oh, when no. they're like, it only took one swing. And I'm like, I wasn't even that attached to her. <laughs> Neither <laughs> was her head so to her body. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> so no heads. That's- <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. R.I.P. Sorcerer. <laughs> sorry. Was didn't harsh. <laughs> well, <laughs> just just like uh, you were talking, Cuddle, about people with trauma needing to hear that line about her story not being about darkness. I feel that people like me who've got issues with their parents really, we felt like a big catharsis about finally standing up to King Daddy and. Uh, just fucking punching him in the face with magic. I wish that I could bellow and metaphorically punch my failed parental units and responsible adults mm-hmm. of all various degrees <laughs> for mm-hmm. the things that they did and failed to do. And I know what kind of pressure and struggle that it was for him to do it and just finally getting the ability to, you know, 
stand up to him. I just, it, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. I Hashtag really feel. <laughs> I did love that moment with Dorian. It made me really nervous, though. I feel like, as somebody who also has a lot of issues around that general category of life, the moment mm. you realize that you can yell back is a very powerful, very strange feeling. But that's not to say it's not going to come with a lot of consequences. Uh, the whole magic yeah. thing is going to be rough. I mean, obviously, we, we saw him um, be collared after that. And we don't really know the extent of what that means. Hopefully, Selena will go and save his ass. But it's a very powerful if moment. She's got to. <laughs> I love that Dorian has had as much of an arc this book, it seems, as Selena. Maybe not as much, but a very as impactful. I guess I would say. My favorite part, though, is yeah. uh, we're starting to get that with Manon. I loved mm. the part with the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to butcher this, but the Crokin Witch with the... Uh, it's C-R-O. It's C- yeah, so it's Crokin. I mean, it's Sarah Crokin. J. Mass, let's be honest. It's not I don't know, I've been saying Cochrane. Yeah, I'm going to say Crokin. I, I mean, neither one are good. I mean, because she is Crokin. She's dead. Um, <laughs> she fucking did. Um, oh RIP. Let's call her a cassette tape. Like, I it's just a little spicy this episode. I don't really know what's happening there, but um, <laughs> I'm here for it. She's a cocker but... spaniel. The cocker spaniel witch. Mm-hmm. She's a Krogan. Fuck everything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love the scene though with her. You could tell she. Manana goes into detail about how this woman had obviously been tortured for weeks that like she had gone through an excruciating amount of physical pain because she was spying on these other three witch groups and gathering intel whatnot and they could not allow that kind of nonsense to occur and Manon's grandmother puts her in front of her to be like okay fucking kill her fucking slit her throat like it's just in- incredible to see the level of manipulation that these tribes will have toward their people of you are heartless. You are cold. You have no feeling. You should be brutality and violence. Those are your core tenets, just about and loyalty and obedience. Those yeah. are your things. The level of manipulation was intense, and I really like that. We've seen this relationship with the Abraxas and Manon, where through this relationship with her Wyvern, Wyvern, whatever you want to say, she is like opening up to these un- unnatural feelings to her of, of, of joy and companionship. And when her dragon is shielding her from the rain, she feels something for the first time. She doesn't really know. She's never been exposed to this side of life, and, and she is struggling to understand that. So when that witch is sitting there and it's like, you guys have hearts and souls. You've always had them. We pity you because of the level you're abused as a tribe. Everything, it's basically this moment, this fir- this first little seed to Manon of everything you know is not true. Everything you know is manipulated. Nothing, nothing about your surrounding, what you thought, you, she has her whole worldview planned around this family structure and these lessons that she's learned, right? This brutality, this violence, right. hunting down this group of witches, particularly, right? And I can't <laughs> wait to see where that goes because Manon's so fucking cool. She's got to be like probably one of my favorite characters in general, but just watching that, I'm so excited. So I I'd say like their whole like relationship and bond was, even though it wasn't as big of a moment in the second half was gotta be one of my favorites. Yeah. I thought Manon's parts were a little dull compared to the first part. 
mm-hmm. feel like overall it's still a really great storyline. Yeah. Fantastic fucking characters. Maybe it's and on books. So excited. <laughs> right. <laughs> to read more. Yes. But I feel like this particular set of events wasn't as exciting as it was in the first, but that's okay. It didn't need to be super exciting. Mm-hmm. She had some shit she had to get done. I was a little underwhelmed with the spider scene. I thought she mm. could have gone further. I'm also Ooh, I liked it. Kind of surprised that she shoved them off a cliff and like nothing bad. Yeah. Um, I was like, your your other clan worships these people or spiders, and you're just you're just like, like kill them fine. and it like seems, it's totally it's fine. fine. But I love that Selena would have been sitting there for 36 hours, like, how do I beat this fucking puzzle and this riddle and this bet? How do I get out of here? <laughs> and then I was just like, give me that shit, run, go! Like she's just fucking stealing. I thought that was so like, I don't know, human, I guess <laughs> in a way. Like, hey man, Sarah, if you if you don't have the time for an extra puzzle, I loved that. <laughs> I loved just getting in there, getting to the point, grabbing what you need. Not a very realistic shopping trip, but I love it for her. <laughs> I love it for my I mom. just can't I can't shake the feeling that that's gonna have some sort of consequences later. I yeah. hope it does, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't hate Manon. I, I love the character and I don't want bad things to happen, but like I kinda want bad things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know because she's really close with that specific group's leader. I mean, she saved her life at one point in the story here. So I would assume if that comes back to haunt her, maybe it'll be like this, hey, I'm not going to kill you, but we have we have no longer, I don't owe you anything anymore because thank you for saving my life. Sorry, your God's do you dead. Mean? What, do you fuck, what, the, what the fuck do you mean you killed something we've been worshiping for like hundreds of years? Like, what do you, and you stole you stole how many yards when one yard is like worth fucking what do they even say the equivalent was a shit ton of souls <laughs> like yeah so and Manon's just like yeah i'm gonna need about 10 and i'm gonna need them for about free <laughs> <laughs> i loved that part i just didn't like the no consequences part of it. i just didn't think it yeah. it seemed kind of rushed i mm-hmm. guess was my only thing I, I still enjoyed it i just wanted more from yeah. that particular section. I thought the descriptions were great. I thought all that stuff was wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's all more. I, I wanted, wanted I wanted more from the actual bartering. Like I wanted the spider people to be like less okay. Sure. I wanted them to be like, what? <laughs> Maybe like have her do some sort of a stupid task or bring them something to make them trust her a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. A something like a fetch quest for Manon? <laughs> when she could simply just steal? <laughs> no, like, to even be willing to bring it out. If it's, yeah. like, that precious, I just, I can't imagine they'd be like, okay, let's just go get the thing. No big deal. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's... I should take the way the sun shines in your hair. Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Manon's like, oh, no. Don't My take beauty. that. that and I hate crazy. it. I hate it all the talk about Oh, I wish I were a human lady so that way I could sleep with a man. <laughs> Honey. No. That's that's 25 seconds of your life. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> it could Ding. not be me. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> so that was your favorite part? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think so. All the Dorian stuff, all of the Manon stuff, just, just really seeing her open up. Yeah. What would you say would be, like, your least favorite part, then? 
I really don't know if I have one. I was pretty happy with how everything worked out. I liked the fact Manon did that. There are some moments that surprised me, but I I don't know if I could really pinpoint anything exactly that I would consider my least. What, what about you guys? Oh, well, I did not enjoy Adian and Ren talking about like almost wanting to decide whether or not Adian and Aelin would end up being married without mm. even talking to her. I did not enjoy that. But what I also didn't enjoy was all the fucking names that Aelin <laughs> slash Selena slash Fire slash Alentia. <laughs> and there was one Aelin of the Wildfire Fire, Aelin Fireheart, Aelin Lightbringer. Wasn't there like something to do with an oath in there somewhere? But then here's like, the crazy part. Returner or something. But the part that really like just twisted my noodle was that's a weird thing for me okay. to say. I'm the not part that really <laughs> kind of pissed me off was was when they explained what the damn thing on her forehead and the fact that it meant the nameless mark. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you couldn't be further from the truth. This nameless. bitch has more names than any person I've ever seen Literally. in the history of the world. Yeah, as a trans person who has changed their name, how does she have so many names? But no, she's nameless. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's it's she like can't be like, named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why she has so many names, because they won't fucking stick. (laughs) If you had a phone book, you would need an entire chapter just dedicated to her aliases Mm -hmm. so that way people could look her up and find her appropriately. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. Could you imagine being her and filling out government forms? Like, request another form if you need more space to list your aliases. Or being, like, half drunk at a party and someone's trying to shout your name behind is that me? I don't know. I'm fond to everything. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's all in Selena mode. And they're like, Alentia, hey, Fireheart, hey. And she's just fucking <laughs> staring straight ahead, boy. God. Not a single thought behind those eyes. <laughs> single thought. Like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I want the puzzles handed to me. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> Until I'm ready. <laughs> And then I will figure out so much shit you won't even be able to follow it. Yeah, except for that last part. I was just about to mention that with the ring and the sword with Maeve. Where did you get that, Aileen? Where did you find that? What do you, I mean, I know where you found it, but like, where are you connecting these dots? And why is it only in the text is like, is that a coincidence? Uh Uh-huh. A coincidence for what? (laughs) Sarah. That Selena's just got uh, a ton of things on the wall with all the pins. <laughs> Rowan going, okay, so <laughs> that's really why Rowan it? made her sleep in his room. He's like, We need to get you away from the board. <laughs> He's got his own board. He's got his own map. He's sitting there. They're the same par- person. Can we oh. talk for just a second about how weird that was? Which yeah. just like, You don't sleep in your room anymore. You sleep in my room. And Selena's just like, Okay. Well, they're already made what? it at that point. Okay, we will come back to that. <laughs> we are going to come back. Okay, we'll put a pin in that. We're just going to pin in that, uh, that right, put right. wall and put a pin right. in right. all of the other right. pins. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about Purple, you? Purple? What was your yeah? What was your least favorite? My least favorite part was arguably the most important part of the entire book. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Whenever she was like in her mind, like at the bottom of the well. 
And she finally relived or re-experienced the most harrowing part of her entire life. The thing that she couldn't face and yada, yada, yada. And the thing that she couldn't bring herself to remember. Otherwise, she was going to lose her fucking shit and destroy the world. And it was just a little bit more guilt. I mean... Girl! Girl! (laughs) My guy! That's it? (laughs) I thought, like, maybe you went apeshit and killed your parents. Like, that's a thing. that I would get that. That's a special kind of guilt. But no, just more people died for you, and you're sad about it. Do you have any idea how many other people have done that same thing and you have had the guilt? Like, and how many this more is not probably even will? A special brand of guilt. <laughs> War this is, is coming. Regular. More people are gonna die. Like, that's crazy. No, they're not. Uh, that's that's not happening. Okay. It was yes, just is. so <laughs> underwhelming. Yeah, mm-hmm. the story is good. Yeah, I'm sad about the lady and yeah it happened yeah i get it i get it but i just was like no like i thought it was gonna be some super deep dark twisted shit and then i was just like oh no i'm just a little bit extra sad because a little bit extra guilt yeah really (laughs) yep really 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 you dragged me all the way across this goddamn earth all the way across the fucking continent for just I was a little extra sad because another person had to get got for me. Bitch, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth, deal with your shit, grow the fuck up. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, though, honestly though that, that is real. She because, did get a little whiny. Yeah. yeah, she will be like, oh my god, this one person who was sworn to protect me as I was like an eight-year-old child or whatever, they gave <laughs> they up their life for me. me. And they got dead with. And I know oh. she's upset. But like then like hundreds thousands and hundreds of thousands of people potentially are dying in these slave camps because the king is like, hey, we're killing. There's a rebellion, so we're just not even gonna bother investigating who started it. We're just kill everyone there. And granted, she's upset, but it's not like the same. It doesn't hold the same weight. Like that was not one of the memories that she was going through with these beings that are traveling through her most horrific memories. Right? Like that. Yeah. And I get it. Watching someone die at eight years old is probably traumatic. Probably not yeah. a great time. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, she's also killed a lot of people herself who also probably had husbands and children or whatnot. And I, just, I, I just find it difficult to believe that the pinnacle of the deep dark is just more guilt. Yeah. I would have liked if she had accidentally like killed her parents or something. Yeah, or like if she had shouted or something or cried and then <clears throat> she got them found in the right. kitchen. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking yeah. something. Maybe she like burned through like a magical protection thing which allowed someone to get in to kill them and then it would have been more like guilt. Maybe, maybe she tried to protect the lady and then uh, she turned around to be like, no, really, you have to go outside. And that gave big bad dude the ability to chop her head off. Yeah, I I would have accepted that. I've been like, okay, because that was that's specific. Sure, but it's just like, oh no, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet you were happy though that when Kale was running, he got the dog. <laughs> I was very happy because he was like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And I'm like, do not leave without that dog. I will write so many letters. I flagged that because I'm like, purple's going to bring it up. Purple's going to bring it up. I love it. it. (laughs) I love it. And it gives like, it's a very kale, honorable, like, cares so much about Selena move. But at the same time, it just like kind of gave me 
ex energy, like when they're like, "Oh my god, you um you left your hair tie here." Oh, like, see you again. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm not I'm not busy today. I mean, if you want to come by, like have like a like a book of yours and like a <laughs> toothbrush or something. So, like you know what I mean? She's, he's gonna have to see her again because the dog. Like I mean, we all know right. eventually they're gonna get reunited at some point, but it just kind of gave me that a little bit. But it's a good moment for Kale. It'd be very unlike Kale to not go back and get the dog. <laughs> Oh, for sure. So the dog like isn't innocent. Yeah, just a baby. It's just, it's just it's a baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, uh, though. What I have a question for you about the dog. Uh-huh. Just real quick, okay. what breed of dog do you picture in your brain? In your brain hole, what kind of dog? Uh, I picture like, like Irish Wolfhound. Yeah, that's what yeah. I picture. I was yeah, like a Native American Indian dog, maybe. I don't know what that looks like. I don't like. even know what that would look like. No. Furry boy. I mean, or... they all pretty much have fur. So. <laughs> Extra furry boy. <laughs> this is one of the defining characteristics. Definitely like a Pomeranian, for sure. You think a Pomeranian? I would love it. <laughs> Just a giant that. Pomeranian. A lot of people seem to draw <clears throat> Fleetfoot as like a golden retriever, though, and I didn't really get that. No, I don't get that at all. I mean, they mentioned several times that it is big boy. Yeah, so it has to be, dog. like, Great Dane size, if anything, but, like, to, like they draw just, like, a big-ass golden retriever, and I'm like, I mean, go off, but are we sure? I, if anybody wants to uh, to add some pictures to the Pinterest board, I would I would love to know what <sighs> other people think about when they picture Fleafoot. What about surprising moments? I know we had a, a couple of twists and turns. Anything <clears throat> that surprised you the most? I think Rowan pledging himself with the blood pact mm-hmm. was I was like, Oh, Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't unwelcome. It was, it kind of threw me a little bit, but I want to like dive into that relationship me a too. lot more. So, okay. First of all, I love Reese. Sure. And Reese and Rowan are not the same. No, but I Age love difference is similar. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were not going to think about that. Right. But right. I love, Rowan. I'm like, at first I was like, oh, gosh, gross. You know? <laughs> Ew. At least Rowan, it's not diesel. My main problem with Kale. We'll start. We'll start. I can't discuss Rowan without discussing what sure. I have a problem with with Kale. Right. Kale is a whiny little prissy bitch who <laughs> can't get his head out of his ass. He is a very closed minded sure. prick. Yeah. I can only love you if you fit into the mold that I have. I don't like that you're a murder, stabby, stab, blood lady. That worries me. I don't love you as much. And he kind of says that at one point in this. I'm much more eloquent. But he says on several occasions and once in this snippet that I don't remember where that that bothered him. And you flash to Rowan. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you know what? Kale says he loved Selena, but it's obvious to him that he could not love Aelin. But what I think gets me just head over heels for Rowan is that Rowan is like, I see Selena. I see Aelin. I don't care what name you What about you the use. other 27 names? Yes, <laughs> I know. I see all of them. Mm-hmm. He, says, <laughs> he says at one point that you can do whatever you set your mind to, regardless of what name you go by, because he's looking at the soul and the heart and the person within. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't try to change her or her past. He accepts her as she is and kind of has some annoyances. And then 
story beneath, right? Mm -hmm. What does he do? He fucking flies away, is in a heap, shit ton of fucking guilt, because he feels like a complete asshat, because he kind of was. And he comes back, and that's when he just <clears throat> he starts taking care of her. And it's not so much a taking care of part that I... It's... He grieves with her. He allowed to have that moment of just despair and like super sadness and he doesn't try to fix it he doesn't try to come in and swoop in a white knight the bullshit he just sits there with her and he supports her and he's like whatever you need i'm right here it's gonna be yeah. okay i'm right here and that's why i'm gonna take my book and <laughs> smack my husband and be like you do that <laughs> you hawk <laughs> my, what? yeah you know whatever why you like he was him, though, doing right? huh you know why you like him why you know why? Because he's anti-Tamlin. No, because <laughs> it's it's your typical. They are seeing every single bad thing about you and then choosing to love you, so you <clears> feel more <throat> secure in that. Other than someone loving you and discovering those negative sides of yourself, and then not loving you as much, like Kale. Oh, okay. Well, this <laughs> therapy session was free. <laughs> I'm That's go what cry. you think. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But, like, he lets her burn him. And I don't, like, listen. Repeatedly. I, I did tell my husband this. I'm like, I just need, because I was distraught. I was very upset mm -hmm. and I, when I hit him with the book. And I said, I just need you to let me burn you. Eyebrows went straight up. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not saying that I want to. I mean, sometimes, but, like, I don't, I just need you <laughs> to be okay with it. <laughs> right. Because of your potential trauma responses of lashing out and wanting someone who can see the good in you even when you're not acting like your true self uh-huh right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, and right, right. this therapy I just session will be 20 bucks for the copay <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to check in just wanted to just wanted to yeah, see if you were maybe putting some pieces together <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, bro, okay, but he's so passionate. On um, mm -hmm. page 302, right, when he's talking about his mate, it's in deep in a fucking chapter. It's 35. He says he knows to the fucking day how many years it's been since he lost his mate. Mm -hmm. 203 years, 27 days without a fucking skip of beat. I'm like, hey, babe, when's the last time I, uh, I texted you? Eh. When's the last time I said I love you? I don't know. Like earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rowan's like 36 hours, 12 minutes, 32 seconds ago. I'm He's waiting. Keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know when I can restart the clock. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I really loved on his uh his hockey trip to whatever. After something I had mm -hmm. left. After she was, she was in her little hot tub, and uh, he okay, went, went his little hockey hot... like with a puck and a stick, and you went hot no. like caca. So I'm yeah, like, on his caca caca <laughs> hockey trip while she was sitting in her makeshift hot tub, that he was like, "I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna fix it." And then he had my oh my god, so good. Oh, it's delectable. It was just like, wait, I'm gonna pause, and I'm gonna reflect on the situation, and I'm gonna see this. That happened. And I'm going to see my response. 
And I'm going to see what happened to look at her response. I'm going to match them and then reflect and figure out if this is the best course of action. It's not. Okay, I'm not going to do white knight because that's not what this calls for. I'm going to go and be supportive. And I was like, wait, you mean... Critical skills. What the fuck is this? That was the sexiest thing I've ever read in my life. Was that clear (laughs) critical thinking skills and decision making? I was like, God damn! And then the follow through. Yeah, that's my kink right there. Yeah, I love Rowan. Honestly, the line on this page five seventeen, so it's like near the end. The scene, I just flipped to that page. <laughs> I love it. It's a scene where in our holy text where they are making that like blood oath. Which first of all, Rowan, I get that we like trust Aelin, but like to go from one blood oath two minutes later to another blood yeah, oath. Yeah, that was like, a lot. It's a fine. Interesting. I mean, Selena would have wanted like freedom for at least like a week, I guess. But like, go off. Hey, it's okay. He already showed that he's capable of that critical thinking that's fair must have just done it and we didn't see yeah i i actually marked that line on on the very top of the page on 519 which is chapter 60 and i want to use this in my vows to my partner and me Uh, yes me and cuddle (laughs) when we get married yes when we do our blood oath on at our wedding yes oh yes and then move into a giant uh podcast streamer uh friend house let's call it a castle let's go with the theme the mm. until my last breath and the world beyond to whatever end. Oh. That oh my god. Yeah. To whatever end. That is three words that oof. That hit me. That I literally I looked at that and I was like, listen, obviously I'm I you know, whenever I actually get married to my partner, I am gonna want to write my own vows, but that line at least. The until my last breath and the world beyond to whatever end is so fucking powerful and true and full of love beyond a physical and it is insane. Absolutely insane. It's those, those critical movies. thinking skills. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay, but it. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Can they hear each other's thoughts? But, like, can they, though? Because they have these, quote, quote, unquote, silent mm-hmm. conversations. And it got, like, I was okay with maybe the first one when it was just like. Yeah. It was like, really? Yeah, really. You want to go? <laughs> yeah. Like, that makes sense. Like, you can do that with the eyes and be like. <laughs> but when they start having paragraphs back to each other, <laughs> yeah. when they start conveying some, like, really weird sentences. I'm like, how are we? Like, yeah, the yeah. eyebrows <laughs> doing silent. Dancing. What eyebrow position is the word is? Can they? Do we think they can? I mean, they're, they're mates, so. They're, okay, but, but he already had a mate. Yeah, because he was already mated. It doesn't matter. What do you think she's gone? Do you think she's, do you think she's like a reincarnation of this mate? And well, like the said, soul is? I know she's like she's a, a reincarnation of whatever, whatever, but like. Yeah, she's a player of long dead characters. That's what the Brandon and Elaine Elena and like this and blah blah like all these players have been brought back so I could see it but you know Lucian also thought he had a mate wait what okay but they actually are mated who we just we just don't like it but she's (laughs) dead bro you can't wait no Elaine's not dead no not Elaine I'm talking about um, Rowan's partner oh yeah wait you think you gave more than one I think so I, don't, I know it, they're like soul friends. Oh my god, is this a why choose? <laughs> <laughs> it's a why choose all along. <laughs> Hear me out. It 
Yes, because obviously we don't really know. We know Sarah J. Mass loves faded mates. We don't really know how it works. Some people say it's like a, a breeding thing, like a biological thing. Some people, you know, go with a little different interpretations. It's it's the hands of fate or the goddess herself making these pairings. And sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad or whatnot. Now, I guess this theory really just depends on where you kind of fall on how Fated Mates work in Sarah J. Mass's universe. If you go with the route that it could be, well, I think either one of those could work, but especially if you're going biological, I do think that that would make sense. Okay, but didn't we say on several occasions, I could probably pull out the books because I still have them pinned, where Hale described there being a tug as if something was pulling them together, but that's like for a Selena, string not of Aelin. fate. Not Aelin. Go fuck for the. She gets a mate for every damn name. That I, is why she has so many. I think <laughs> that's that, why. So I choose. Well, I have a theory. The idea is right that mates sometimes they don't know their mates right they're around each other for a long time before that mating bond quote-unquote snaps into place i think that you it's very possible in the world that sergey mass is set up that you have to hit it maybe it's a certain emotional point maybe it's a certain like a level of emotional intimacy maybe it's a certain level of love between the two of you that is shared i don't think the bond between her and kale ever really formally like we get hints at it in this sense of this chain but it's not described as the same way that we've seen other mates when that mating bond snaps into place. So I think there could be something to be said about some of it being like situational as far as the the mates and the bonds and everything along those lines. But I don't think hers and her and Kale's ever really together. Yeah. But you could also again say that's human like Selena's mate and then Faye mate for Aelin is Rowan. Those are two technical different bodies, two technical different potentials, and maybe not for every name, though that is fucking funny. <clears throat> Hold on. Could you but just imagine... Isn't it matched by the soul, not the... But who's to say that the two would share a soul? One's immortal. I, wow. I want, I want you to know... an animal, technically. The only <laughs> thing right now that I'm thinking of... Is that account on TikTok where that lady has the goose who thinks that they're um, <laughs> Glenn the goose? I love then, that. Like, what if Glenn is a fae in his, he's stuck in his, his, his goose form. <laughs> and then she's his mate and she doesn't know it. And he's like, no, I love you, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks. Do you imagine I that? It. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to find out if that lady reads. <laughs> yeah, point, point out some If books. you are listening, <laughs> we need to know. And there's also a guy, uh, if I remember right, who is like legally married or some shit to a bird because the bird's like endangered or some shit. Oh, and the yeah. Bird claimed him and like they only, yeah. So they had like a ceremony or some shit. I can't remember. Yeah. It's been a while. Article. So I'm just saying there's a precedent set. For mated bird people. So, Sarah J. Just Mass. putting that out there. She knows. Sarah just changing <laughs> the world. One bird at a time. <laughs> One bird at a time. Oh and my God. Is it Rowan a bird? Call, call. You know what? I bet both those bird fae people have tremendous critical thinking skills. <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> Especially Glenn. Mm-hmm. What a kick ass name for a fae, Glenn. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But it's spelled like 
P-H-L-E-G-N-N-E. Don't give Sarah any ideas. (laughs) I can't be doing this again. Listen, I was trying really hard whenever I named characters for our personal book. And I was like, Finn, F-I-O-N-N. And you're like, it's Fionn. And I'm like, oh my God, I wrote it. I'm pretty sure it's Finn. Okay, but, you know. Then we, you can never critique Sarah Jane Mass ever again. <laughs> that's just the rules. If we're yeah. going to be naming people like that, then that's all right. But, you know. I think we're going to have to have like a built-in page to the book with the names and then like spaces for <laughs> people to write their guide. own names in there. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Goofy. All right, I know we've gotten really on topic with going with the I'm whole so thing. sorry. No, I'm I love so it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I did want to talk about the scene that surprised me because I, I got an inkling of this. And I'm going to tell you the weirdest thing that gave me a, a feeling that what was going to happen to Sorsha in that whole scene with Dorian where she gets her body and head, uh, they break up. <laughs> it took me a second to be like, they didn't break up. She the got relationship killed. is over. They are no longer mated. <laughs> ever mated. I thought that this is going to be the weirdest thing ever. But do you remember how... Selena is always referencing the fact that her and Sam, like, she waited. Like, they had never actually had sex together. Like, they, <gasps> they were both virgins. <sighs> or, or maybe Sam wasn't, but Aelin, at least, or Selena at that point was a virgin. And they never had sex. I mean, whatever name she was using it. at the time. Exactly. <laughs> she kind of regrets it because she waited and whatnot. And, like, she never got to have that moment with him and, like, whatever. I, every time they would describe... Dorian and Sorsha together in the her in his room and how they how they kind of wanted to go that far and then like she'd be like no I don't think I'm ready and Dorian would be like yeah that's totally fine which is obviously the bare fucking minimum but <laughs> I as those scenes kept happening I was like this bitch is gonna fucking die she's gonna die she's gonna die like have sex with him you're gonna die bro like it's it's like the opposite effect in like a scary movie in a scary movie like if you have sex you're gonna die it's the opposite for a Sarah J. Mass novel. If you don't have sex, you're dead. <laughs> you're fucking dead, bro. Spice is necessary. <laughs> Literally. So I so. got so nervous at those. I was like, I don't know how. I didn't picture the beheading. I didn't picture the scene with the king. But I was like, oh, no, she's not long for this world. I was uh, reading those sections. And when I was like, oh, are we... Is it my time? Like <laughs> section. Uh-huh. And then I looked and I glanced down at the rest of the page and I'm like, oh, it's only four paragraphs and then a cut. No. There's no sex. Mm-hmm. Like, nope. Damn it. And I was like, oh, what do you know? Mm-hmm. They could have had a fade to black. No. No, because then she couldn't die. Don't do this to Those me anymore, the Sarah. <laughs> but yeah, so that <laughs> it was surprising, but I was like, oh no. But I don't think she was she was anyone's favorite here. I mean, we didn't dislike her, but like you don't really. I hated a lot her. Of bonding. Okay, well that's. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't like it when Meryl. you use women as plot devices. She gave me. But Meryl a man vibes. needs it for his character. No, fuck them. This is the girlfriend <laughs> in the refrigerator moment. That's for just Dorian. it. Is that it? That didn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about um, favorites, though? It's gonna be Rowan. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's not a sorry. I think that's, that's fair. my basic bitch answer. No, we love him. He's iconic. I can tell you who I did not love. Okay, I'll accept that. Because I loved, I loved all of it, even yeah. even the grumpy parts, except for the motherfucker who fucking betrayed them. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is that? I was like, I have no idea who this motherfucker is, but Jesus Christ, man. The Mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with you? I don't don't remember who that is. 
I, I was, like, I was like, just I'm... like, I have no idea who you are, but I don't care. I hate you now. Mm-hmm. You're my mortal <laughs> enemy. <laughs> it wasn't enough that everybody was going to be dealing with this gigantic, big, sad thing. The, the swelling darkness of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now we had to deal with motherfucker being yeah. a punk ass bitch. When they revealed it. I felt like I was at a party with someone who walked up who was like, oh, my God, hey. And <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, my God. It's Hi. you. Hi. <laughs> I would say as far as a favorite and a least favorite for me, well, I'd like to say it's probably a tie for my favorite between Rowan and Selena. I really like I think in the first half we were both we're, we're, we're all very negative about where Selena is because she's being a little shit. She's being rude. She's being mm. awful. She is she is hiding away from the truth. She is all because of just a little bit more guilt. Intimacy. Honestly, she is just like um she's a hot mess. And no one loves that. <laughs> no one loved <laughs> that part, okay? As far as Selena and her character is concerned. But I really love this Selena to Aileen transformation, if you will. Not quite so, because all of those identities will always hold a part of her. But it was really nice to like her again and to see the potential again and to and to see it not be fake either. Like to see her have these like moments of like letting her guilt go and just a weight that she has carried around with her emotionally for fucking oh well over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> well over a decade. And to see that <laughs> gone and to see her grow and how she's willing to sacrifice and the level that she's willing to go to protect people. It's beautiful. And I liked it. I loved Rowan. I loved getting to know him once he stopped being a little shit. Cause they were both Ugh. little shits half a fucking book, but I love Rowan now. I love that he finally opened up. I love that Emerus was like, Hey, um, what the fuck are you doing to Selena, bro? Like what, what are you doing every day that she comes back here crying and like, act- just like emotionally stunted? Like, what are you doing? And Rowan's like, damn, he put them in a get along t-shirt. <laughs> he he did. He said, first of all, what you're not going to do. So I love I just that. need somebody to draw that. Just draw, <laughs> draw Selena Gomez and Broen in mm-hmm. a get along t-shirt. Just so much. I love that. Reasons. Yes. But my least favorite is got to be that fuck, that fucking witch that caused the. Oh, Iskra. <clears throat> yeah. Iskra. What the fuck? Dude? Yeah, she's a bitch. She tries to get her the sky on. puppy. Yeah, and then she kills a uh, a fucking wyvern to win a game, a fucking game that she didn't even win. Listen, like, don't ever bitch. hurt the puppies, the sky puppies, the, the earth puppies, the water puppies. Her. Leave them alone. <laughs> they they can't. But I just I want her to die. I want Manon to just fucking rip her apart. Just really looking forward to that. Because how fucking dare you? You try to kill Manon. It doesn't work out for you. You try to kill this other lady. Manon fucking saves her ass. Like just you're not even good at your job. You're just you're just, just not stop. good. What are you going to put that on a resume? Like what were we up to? <laughs> 3 attempted murders? No actual murders? Like get it t- together. Like I just it's all about work. One near death experience. <laughs> I've had no jobs, but I've had a lot of interviews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh like really good at interviewing right now. <laughs> what about you, Cuddle? At least favorite anyone come to mind? Yes, and you <clears throat> might not see this coming. It's a group of people. Okay. I hated. I understand, but I don't allow that to cloud my judgment. And I am feeling very judgy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am not a fan of any of those fucking so-called friends of Rowan's. They're Even the kitty him. man? Fuck the kitty man. All of them. I, I hate like the them kitty cat man. I hate them all. I understand that they had to do what they had to do because of some oath or some shit. I get it. But that's no excuse. I'm still mad at you because you're assholes. Up. They still shut up. They didn't even say bye. They didn't nothing. And he's like, just watch out. And they're like, oh my God, that's such a <clears throat> bitch. No, it's not. <laughs> like, I think they were trying to protect them. That. I think they were trying By to what? Protect. Well, here's the By thing. what? The first person to know that they're mates is the kitty boy. He's the first one. How do you one know that? Because he sniffs at both of them and is like, holy shit. And then and he's like, shut up. To. And that's why he asks her fucking age when he's like, hey, by the way, how old are you? And she's like, 19. And he like, oh, like he like, has this really, he's like, God, bro. And good luck, bro. Like that's, that was more than like, I mean, I'm sure it's also like, hey, you're really impressive. Like magic user. Like what's going on there? That was 100% him being like, how old are you again? Are, are you sure you're of age? I did not take it that way. I took it that way. And I, that's why he said, good luck, Rowan, after he left. I was like, ugh. So I feel like I feel like he knew that. And obviously, he didn't want to betray that secret to Maeve. So I feel like a lot of people kind of got that on the down low. And then we're like, we're dipping out of here because we are going to be forced by our blood oath to tell the truth. So let's like not. That's kind of how I took it. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. They could just be fucking assholes. But I gave yeah, them no. that benefit of the doubt. And I feel like that's. Oh, that scene where he just is like, whoo, all right, 19, whoo, all right, uh, all right. <laughs> Rowan's like hundreds of years old. I'm like, this is, this is. I thought he was fine. like thousands of years old. Potentially thousands. Yeah. Yeah. thought he was like 2000 years old. Yeah. You know, we don't, we're not very good at math here. <laughs> My math ain't math Clearly. and it's fine. Yeah. Um, And they're like distantly related. That's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> not Sarah. Not debated mates ever. But yeah, it just gave me that scene in particular. Maybe where we he's need snowing. to have a conversation with Sarah. Honestly, <laughs> your family members good. <laughs> it just reminds me of Amran though. Is Amran fucking looked at Reese and looked at Pharaoh and was like, ah, because she fucking knows. She fucking knows, and I feel like that guy knows. He's like, oh, so no big deal. Well, I still am mad at them because they hurt him with that's true. Their that's fair. little whips, and I didn't like it. And then they didn't they even say to. bye because that was rude. So they had to, though. Not great. I though. still don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I. Whenever I was doing Pinterest, I got boiled a little bit. So I guess so I'm gonna stop talking. So, so I guess if I had to say a theme, I would say it's betrayal. No, <laughs> betrayal, <laughs> agony. No, oh it's, it's obviously you know conquering your your inner demons and growing and all that you know personal growth. Yuck, gross. Yeah, ew. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> not I wrote down me. the overall theme so far is I am not my demons. Yeah, it's very much you're not your past. You can have decisions yeah. and and move on and have that yeah. healing for yourself. But, you know, I did have a lot of, um, well, it's like, I, I had, okay, so there's a whole other thing that I kind of had all of the rest of the flags that I have in the book are about the same topic. Mm -hmm. And that is something that they, okay, two things. So they mentioned being made like 37 times. Right. Every time. They did, yeah. And they made it, Sarah made a point to say, like, italicized or whatever, over and over and over again. However, on multiple occasions, it is not the king, right? 
It's Selena. She is described as being a forge multiple times, Mm. saying that her magic wanted and craved to create. But how does that make sense? If it's just magic in her blood, I feel like there's more. There's God, because that's some God shit. We know the king is all about dark magic. This doesn't feel dark magic. This feels godlike. Kind of like with Nesta and the Court of Silver Flames, where like the goddess mm-hmm. essentially lets her keep a fraction of her power and stuff. And if you remember, every time that she went to temples, the temples like hummed at her, mm-hmm. you know, and all she did was touch it with her hand and the stones reacted to her and she has clear favor with the sun goddess, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever that bitch is. And I'm just saying it, what if that's like, and her, her, what her grammar on her, the goddess of the hunt. Deanna. Yeah. So she's got what at least they consider to be a God's blood in her. Mm-hmm. Even though that's a small amount of the magic. I'm just saying, I feel like Selena's more than a uh, demi fay. Mm. On that point, I have an unpopular theory. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So, so in Akatar, uh, all of the, the mates, it's not necessarily that it's your true love person. Mm-hmm. Love is just a bonus. The point of the mates is that that is your equal. So Feyre uh-huh. is the equal of, of Reese and, you know, they're Nesta, Cassian. Okay. What if the powers that be saw the world and decided that they would bring back all the players? Yes. Uh-huh. And put Selena Gomez down there as the mate for the king. Stop it right now. <laughs> no, because the king further. because the king has all this power and all this control. Don't subs at me. <laughs> all this power, all this control, the ability to literally create people and tear them apart and move the world around. And then she has this power in her that wants to create things and forge things. Hear me and out. And she has I hear you. But he doesn't naturally have that power. No. But fire. she in her situation is not there by chance they mentioned that Mm. that it was orchestrated so if basically the universe was like nah fuck that guy (laughs) here have this this is your equal she's gonna fuck you up it could be it could be i hate that with every fiber of my being then it wouldn't matter who she ended up with (laughs) because she would be killing her mate well, so did Tamlin to Amarantha, but that's neither here nor there. No, <laughs> yeah, that's that, a completely different topic. Can I tell you, I'm not looking forward to when she goes back and sees Kale, and then all the feelings are going to be, and I'm like, but no, Rowan, you, yeah. you, you can't go hang out with me, boyfriend, because, because <laughs> of all the reasons. Bitch, let him be a hawk and come look. Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, I don't know don't why me. she didn't let him come. Like, I think that was stupid. I just think, like, oh my god, I'm back, and I have a hawk friend now. Just this, let it go, it's fine. Just scene. wear a fucking hat. <laughs> oh my god. But the scene Spock where did it. Okay. Kale is going to realize that she's not wearing her ring anymore. <clears throat> Does she even still have it? Yeah, but she, she there's a thing where she made a mental note and she took it off. 
She mm-hmm. put it in her pocket. Yeah, she took it off. Well, she had two uh, rings in her pocket. True. Well, one she gave to Maeve. She said, first <laughs> of all, here you go. But that scene, I'm going to fucking die. Watching Kale realize that she's not wearing the ring that he gave her anymore. Oof. But he right. even says himself mm-hmm. that he could not be with Aelin. He wants her to be Selena, but he's dumb. It's not uh, his fault. He's dumb. You know, he's I just so need small. Kale. I need him to just wake up and realize one day that he's gay. Who? Kale? Kale. Well, he, he told Prince Douchebag that he loved him. Yeah, oh but God. that was like a brotherly, like, oh my God, I love okay, you. Okay, well, cousins are in love with each other here, so who's to say <laughs> it stops? <laughs> who's to say it stops at brotherly love when they're not actually even related? We'll see. The uh, unanswered questions that I want to see in the next couple books here, where the fuck did Roland and Lady Caltaine go? <laughs> like, I know Ooh, we keep know. mentioning it with the Duke and shit, but like, where are they? when are they going to make their character return? Oh, well, they do mention where they are physically. Yes, but like... Are they okay? Is Lady Caltaine still going through it? Does she still have her drug addiction? Like, is Roland in on this? Is he not? Like, was he from the beginning? Like, what is happening? I have a feeling that they come back. And not, obviously, our next book is going to be the prequel. But before, or rather, sorry, after that, we do the tandem read. I think that's when the story splits off. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably get different like one book will cover a couple of plots and another book will cover the other plots and they don't interweave. And that's why they, they want to do a tandem read because uh, they give spoilers to each other. If you read them together, it makes sense. Sure. But I have a feeling that when we have the witches going down there to be with Caltaine and Duke Asshat, mm-hmm. we're going to have Manon's arc kind of take off. Another option, Manon would make an excellent lesbian. Just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Not with those um, nails. They can retract. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Manon and more, like, that would be, I, no, that would be pretty Emery. cool. I, I, she needs Oh, my God. Emery Only if Manon, girl. like, shaved her head and, like, put on a suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll just say like, right now. Done. <laughs> First of all. But yes, that's what's what I think is gonna happen. We're we're gonna get more of all three of their timelines that they're gonna converge. Sure. I could see that. That'd be interesting. I I have a big question and I can't help but ask it. And I don't think there's a real answer except cause plot, which kind of frustrates me, but I don't understand why these witches with all of their power all of their strength all of their sheer force of fucking will and desire to fuck shit up Mm -hmm. they haven't just like just murdered everybody why why Why? they it's not it's not like they can't it's not like they don't wanna why i don't understand why they don't just kill everybody all the time just everywhere just why aren't they just cutting a bloody path to the king to murder him for not letting magic be cool well, he's not. Well, I don't know. Like, do they if, have beef with him for them? Yeah, because then they can't fly on their brooms and shit. This is before they got the sky puppies. Yeah. Why? Why have they just been kind of hanging out all this time and not like just laying waste to everything? A plot. That's right. what I'm saying. It's <laughs> probably just cause plot, but mm-hmm. it's just it's frustrating because it, 
If I were the super big boss lady and awesome capableness of a whole bunch of a whole bunch of super boss ladies with capableness, why the fuck would I let <laughs> a man like that tell me that I couldn't do things that were literally innate in in me and who I am? Fuck you, you small little thing. I will murder you now. Okay, thanks. Bye. I will be accepting no notes on this. I mean, maybe it's because they have that common enemy. Like, they're so focused on this other group of witches that they don't actually see, like, the true enemy around them because of this this age-old beef that they have with the Krokens, perhaps? It's kind of like, it gives me, like, Mandalorians and Star Wars vibe. Mm. There's just all this infighting, so they are easily destroyed kind of vibe because they don't get along. Could be. Mm. Could just be plot, like you said. I hate plot armor. Do you guys identify with any particular character? I would like to say Selena slash Aelin slash Fireheart slash Olympia. <laughs> slash... Right, Listen, right. just put dot, dot, dot. It's fine. I would like to say that, but I don't know if I'm that self-aware. <laughs> That's a lot more therapy sessions. Why Go the fuck here. can't somebody take me to the deepest, darkest recesses of my soul and let me work out my shit? Like, I feel I like mean, I'm free this like, weekend. <laughs> the Demon Prince dudes would have a killer therapy market available to them. That's true. You know, the, the princes, the Valg, make me want to go back and reread Avatar where they're talking about under the mountain in the prison and about like how that whole thing happened, p- passed in their history. I wonder if they're part of the like same. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I, I want to know if they're part of the same uh, like race or world or whatever you want to call it that like invaded or, or ruled or whatever the Akatar world first before the Fae. Well, they said over. that their realm is all darkness, ice and darkness or something. Yeah, I there's think they're definitely sunshine that like have been brought in. I do think we'll see eventually, though. Like. <laughs> the who ruled the fae before the fae kind of thing, but I don't know if it's them. What I wonder is if they have multiple princes, who do the princes answer to? Does that mean there's a king or a queen or an emperor? A prime minister, if you will. Mm. <laughs> a, a supreme, a supreme <laughs> duck dude. <laughs> you never know. That's interesting. I don't, it'd be cool to get any more backstory. I don't know if we will, but it'd be nice if we got more on them. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would say, personally, the one that I identified with is probably Selena slash Aelin slash Fireheart slash <laughs> slash Selena Gomez. In, in one specific aspect, at least from this section, I really identified with. So I'm sure if you've been seeing our uh, our like posts and whatnot for the podcast, you probably know my identity as a non-binary person, as a listener. But if you didn't, there it is. One of the reasons that I very much wanted to change my name, obviously complex gender issues aside, was this feeling of not liking who my dead name, who I was when I was that person. Now, granted, I, for a little context, the first time I ever referred to myself by my actual name, I was in third grade. <laughs> now, I didn't that didn't stick at that time, but it was the first time that Blue had made a mention. It had been present in my life as an identity. And it it took well into like, you know, like my early adulthood before I really committed to that change and 
did some internal work as far as my gender, my identity, things that had to make sense in my life for me and, and discovering that aspect of my identity. But I would be lying if there wasn't a huge part of me that wasn't just like, I wanted to wipe away the person who I was as a kid, as a teenager, in, in many aspects. I feel like I was not maybe always the greatest person. I also felt like I went through a lot of traumas that really shaped who I was. And especially during those times, I was really, really impactful. And I wanted to, that was part of my letting go of that guilt, that shame of being a victim, that anger at myself for not being the type of person that I know I am. And I really identified with this whole character arc shift of Selena to Aelin. Like I notice when Sarah J. Mast is like, Selena's on her way. I'm like, oh shit. Versus when Aelin is. And I wish I could have done that. And I wish I could have had that period of my life in a more positive mindset where the switch from Selena to Aelin is very positive. It's very, I'm not letting these things guilt me anymore. I'm not letting this hold me back. It's, I am not my demons. I am not my past. This. I wish I could have held that. Like, I wish, I wish I had read this at that time and had yeah. that lesson. But I really, I identify, maybe that's just a level of <laughs> self-hate you have to get to, um, to hate everything around your identity to the very point that your name itself is a problem. Again, complex gender issues aside, because those are very much at play as well. But that very specific aspect of her, even though this character, I'm not inferring that they are a non-binary person or trans or whatnot, that name change and that like, when this name becomes too heavy, <laughs> like this, this change, that's something that I really identified with that I think, I think that other queer readers could potentially get that kind of uh, message out as well. Nice. Ella Strong. <laughs> Purple, who did you identify with most? And you're not allowed to say Mort. <laughs> It's just selectively <laughs> mute. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, Love if I him. wanted to deflect, I'd say the sky puppy. He is sniffing the flowers again. Yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> I feel a little kinship with Manon. I mean, I wish <laughs> I could, you know, have some of that capability. But the little part of the end where she's having you know thoughts and feelings and you having i yeah, know no i know <laughs> no, <thank laughs> you. but having somebody be like look you are so much more than what they have made you to be i have had issues with people telling me that you know i'm one thing or another i've struggled with that forever mm -hmm. <laughs> especially from from familial sources and i i just I feel really strongly connected to the beginning of realization, like, oh, shit. Oh, you mm -hmm. motherfuckers. <laughs> she's not quite there yet, but she's getting there. So I feel like that's going to be really, really powerful Hell yeah. for me to read. And then obviously, you know, Dorian kicking his dad in the face with magic, screaming and stuff like that. <laughs> I know that means a lot to you because we have not referred to him once this whole podcast as Prince Douchery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I called him Prince Douchebag once. <laughs> Sorry. He's turning a new leaf, and I love that. Uh, he will be King Dorian. He's Kill Prince oh, Douchebag. Oh, that's uh, right. Interesting. I forgot about that. I love yeah. the part where where Kale was like, "That's a king. you're right not there. my king, Dorian is. And I was mm -hmm. like... Yeah, that was Nothing. that went hard for no reason. That um slaps. Oh, right? Gosh. Yes. All right. So yes. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of slapping, 
I would love to have some words with a character we actually talked about so much, and that would be Maeve. Sure. Mm. I have some questions for you, Miss Thing. <laughs> Who hurt you? One. <laughs> and two, why do I get such strong Amarantha vibes, but like pre-Psycho Amarantha? I can oh. see that. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. chill out, bro. You got to make your entire city because you're afraid of one little kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Insecure much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right there. She is the picture of overcorrection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been so insecure that you built your entire existence surrounded by things that will not burn? This person gets a little heated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she really built that whole fucking city around one potential meetup to happen with Selena years later. And she didn't even win that interaction, bro. She's been playing chess, but yeah. with none of she didn't know any of the rules. I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the thing about it. It's kind of the opposite of the king where he made his entire castle thing out of glass. Kind of being like, I wish you would, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and can we not just talk about how that would be the shittiest job in the city, the architect. And you come to find out later that all of your painstaking labor was just because she was scared. And you're like, bitch, listen, I came <laughs> to you with so many concerns about yeah. how I'm going to archer this thing. I told you it couldn't be done, but you made me do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would suck. Having your life's work just be because somebody was a little insecure. I'd be pretty mad. Yay! Yeah, but at least it did a good <laughs> job, you know? <laughs> yes, I agree. How about you guys? Do you guys have anybody that you wanted to have some words with? Get it? Words, W-Y-R-D-S. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed it was weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Weird words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's fine because it's a fantasy novel, obviously, but uh, the scene where we mentioned this earlier with uh, Rowan's friend where he's like, so, uh, Aelin, how old are you? And she's like, 19. And you, like Rowan's standing there like thousands of years old, potentially, and like they're in love and probably possibly mates. And he's just like, oh, okay. Like that was <laughs> me, <laughs> me reading that. And I was like, yeah, interesting. Right, right. <laughs> Again, fantasy. And yeah, she's an adult. And there's much to be said about, I'm sure the fairy aging process and maturity process is not the same <laughs> as your standard human with a much shorter lifespan. I get it. But I would say that's a moment where I would be like, side eye, Rowan. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> But as far as this section goes, I don't think there's any, there's anyone. I mean, it has been Kale for a long time. Thank, thankfully, he finally got his shit together and is standing oh. up for something and picked a side. So. It took fucking forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, I, there's not. I feel like Carol definitely deserves a fucking lecture and a kick in the ass. Um, He's the epitome of what do you want to eat for dinner? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't shit. know. I know I'm hungry, but I don't know what I and then Just make food something. happen. <laughs> then she picks something and he's like, I can't love you for what you've decided. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spaghetti again. <laughs> God damn it. Could you just be more like Elaine? <laughs> oh my Aww. God. I hate it. Ooh. What about well, predictions? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do we you think? Know, I, I think it's time for the 
for the crown. I don't even know if we need to go into predictions since we've had so many. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We've been kind of going into them all session here. The only thing but, I'll say is, I mean, I'd like some point. actual romance. Mm. I want to get yeah. smooch. Yeah. <laughs> each other. I got one prediction. What's that? Oh. I think that they're gonna kaboom the glass castle. And the clock tower, obviously, which is, you know, on the grounds. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna blow it the fuck up. I would love Glass to see go everywhere. Something related to the water, like with Selena's powers. Obviously, we focus a lot on the fire side, but she does have a drop of some affinity for water. She just oh, that kind of pissed me off. Hold on. Wait, wait um, why? Why? No, 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 Whenever they were with Maeve, mm-hmm. and he's like, Selena Gomez, I pledge myself to you because plot. Also, I'm a little afraid that we're going to get dead if I don't do it. So then afterwards, and then Maeve's like, peace out. Um, I'm out of here. And then he's like, okay, so I'm just going to heal us. And I was like, bitch, you could have fucking done that all along? What? Mm, (laughs) What? What? No! (laughs) No! Bad bad Hawkman. You you purpose... No, because she gave you the medicine, and then you guys were all like, I'm going to nurse you back to health several times this entire time. Mm-hmm. You could have just fucking healed yourself. Listen, if it's one thing I know, Sarah J. Mass loves a doctor. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> no, he deserves the lecture. You know, he deserves a lecture for that little tidbit. Yeah. Like, oh, surprise, I could have healed people this entire time. <laughs> My, my only I'm a dumbass and let it take wherever. Assassin's Blade, since that's the next one that we're reading, it's just going to be a prequel, of course. Uh, is that a thing in my life? I'm going to cry. Sam's going to die. You mean to tell me. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Spoilers, dude. They're not going to have sex. Oh my God. I know. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> And I, I'm not ready for the pain of... Because you're going to go into it and you're going to know what's going to happen, but it's still going to hurt, and I cry every day. You guys know it's uh, it's my turn for Bay of the Day, though, don't you know that? I need to know <sighs> who the Bay is! I think it's pretty Unhinged obvious. Unhinged options. Is it me? <laughs> it's always been you. Yes! What if I just said something, like, off the wall, and I was like, yeah, Maeve. Um, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Selena's you pretty could do this. hot. <laughs> Oh my god. It's, it's, it's the monster. Some would say she's pretty uh, lit. <laughs> no. No, okay. Got it. No. I, I'll workshop it. I'll come back with something else. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it, it's obviously <laughs> Rowan. I mean, I wanted... I was oh, kind of surprised there wasn't more romance, though. Like, I, we're getting there. They obviously have this connection and this blood pack, and they're fucking mates, and I know it, and I'll, I'd bet money on it right now. They're but best of friendos. For now... They're Kananamaras. Kananamaras. Kananam, yeah. They forever joined in pasta. <laughs> Me. But uh, I, I'm I'm hoping for some romance there. I'm hoping for some type of tension now that, I mean, I know they're going to be separated for a little bit, but maybe when they reconnect, maybe there's a cabin, maybe there's only one bed. I don't know. I mean, I'm not picky. <laughs> it just happens whatever happens with that but i see the potential with him and you know he's got to have bay of the day he's he's definitely throughout the course of this book i mean especially the the second part who rowan is is chef's kiss and he let's does let's hurt. be real it's it's really just because of the critical thinking and he mm-hmm. does her tattoo yeah i love it oh 
I would not so let much. my husband tattoo me. Why have we no. had that in two books? We've had that in Den of Vipers and this now. <laughs> I did think, yeah. I was That's like, a trend. Damn. That's a trend for us. I don't know why, but it's a trend for us. I'm surprised Selena Gomez doesn't have any more tattoos. Like, this is her first one. Probably doesn't help for, like, disguising yourself, yeah. I guess. If she transforms back into a human, Does is the tattoo still there? That's a good question. I guess I will probably find out. I, I doubt that she's going to Well, she's not in the next go, book. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's going to go somewhere, though, in human form eventually. So I guess maybe we'll get some answers for that. But before we get too off topic, I'll go ahead and uh, exit us out here. Just wanted to thank everyone for listening. This, of course, has been Smutty Scriptures, reading Air of Fire to the very end here, which is about chapter 60, 70, something, somewhere in there. Uh, next episode, we are actually going to dive into A Touch of Darkness. So we're going to do a little bit of break from Throat of Glass for a minute, a hot minute. And then we are going to go dive into that book. We're going to try to get through it through in one episode. We'll see how that that goes for us. We'll update you guys along the way, of course. And I just wanted to give a shout out to the social media pages. We now have a TikTok as well. I have been loving posting shit on there. Cuddle has been making some amazing (laughs) memes. We love it. And so we have a TikTok for Smutty Scriptures. We have an Instagram for Smutty Scriptures. The Instagram is probably the best place to get any type of updates. Uh, And they also have um, a bunch of posts for everything on Dual Minds Co., which is these two's designs. Cuddle and Purple Space Cat have really worked hard on a lot of uh, Den of Vipers designs now, (laughs) a lot of Throne of Glass designs, some book club kits, some really interesting stuff. So I definitely implore you to go check that out. But with that being said, church is adjourned. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. We need to have like the songs that that she sings at church or whatever in the old language. The dirges. Yeah. I don't know. I don't if it know. sounds like that. I'm good. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs>